Hey there, mama. Welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we are going to find you some time. Time to take care of you and start to prioritize your own health goals. Welcome to Reps and Redemption. What would your life look like if you started to prioritize your health and your faith? Have you been up late at night Googling healthy grocery lists, upper body workouts, or quiet time with God ideas? Hey there, I'm Ashley Harvey, college athlete, Jesus follower, now wife and stay-at-home mom of three daughters. In this podcast, you will be motivated to build your physical strength, increase in biblical wisdom, and utilize tactical health tips. If you're ready to be a part of a like-minded community of moms who want to be bold in their faith and live well, you're in the right place. Grab an iced coffee or a Celsius and head to the gym. Let's dive in. Hey there, welcome back to Reps and Redemption. I am so happy you are here today. In today's topic, I wanted to start with just kind of telling you, sharing with you, letting you know that I understand how challenging it is to really do anything for ourselves as moms, as homemakers, as stay-at-home moms. That is the majority of my audience, the community that likes this show, please share it with a friend if it has encouraged you or inspired you. This is something that is always on my heart because I know how difficult it is to find time. I mean, time to sit down and have a hot cup of coffee, much less go to the gym for an hour or 30 minutes even. And I think that it's important to understand that your health as a mom, as a wife, as a homemaker, as a daughter of the king, your health is important. If mom is under the weather or not feeling good or not feeling her best or not even mostly there, things start to unravel right before our eyes, right? We start to get maybe even a little bit bitter or resentful that we don't have anything outside of the roles that we're in in the current moment. Ask me how I know. And it's important also to note that when your kids see mom take care of her health, her body, what she puts in her body, I'm not saying let's not have a treat. I love dark chocolate and I love cake. So (laughs) I'm not saying only eat salad for lunch, but I am saying Learn how to balance, you know, a good representation of nutrition and a real food over maybe fast food or quick and easy things that aren't so healthy, but also have a little room for when, oh my goodness, I forgot to pack a snack situation. We've all been there. And I'm not saying it has to be fast food. You could run into Publix and get, you know, a green wise lunch pack or something like that. But just being an example for the little eyes that are watching in wonder of how is she doing this? And they might not notice it now and they probably won't, but it's going to become part of their habits and their lifestyle. And, you know, just today, my bonus daughter told me, you know, thank you so much for, you know, making me love the gym and go to the gym. She did not always love it. And she would eye roll with 
how I did things, but she was at that age where I couldn't leave her for a long period of time. And she was also old enough to start lifting weights, maybe not super heavy, but she went with me and now she's going on her own. And it is a slow progress, especially for kids who'd rather be doing other things, but they will get to where they need to be with health and fitness, of course, after they play sports and run around and do all the kids stuff. But when they get older, like my bonus daughter is 20. So, you know, her, her softball days are over and she is, she's got other things on her plate, but I have always prioritized fitness. And on top of that, I think it's really important to model nutrition and nourishing our bodies with healthy food. So I wanted to share this episode because because of our time constraints and because of the way that our lives are as homemakers and wives, stay-at-home moms, a lot of us um, are in these roles. And even if you work at home or outside of the house, this applies to you as well. I have never found it difficult to work out or to find time to work out. Honestly, until I had my one-year-old, she is one and well, she's 15 months. So I, I didn't really feel the tension with that, with, you know, my oldest who's 20 now and my five-year-old. And I think it's because it's just, you know, you, it's just one <laughs> kid, one little kid. And it, it's very easy to maintain um, once you get the hang of it, of course, it's kind of a shock factor at first when you're not used to caring for a life, <laughs> but it, it's easier to maintain, uh, just one little one and just kind of go with the flow with, with that. And she got really used to it at a super young age, but now adding my one-year-old to the mix and she's been going to the gym since with me to my workouts or in the stroller however we can figure it out or watching me at home. And, you know, since she was three months old and it is harder because there's a lot of other things going on. So, you know, for example, we're about to leave. We have an explosion in our diaper or, you know, I forgot the snacks. I have to turn around and go back. Um, I, she doesn't, she's having a really hard day. They message me, please, you know, (laughs) X, Y, Z has happened. So it is a lot harder and I have learned over the years a couple tips and tricks with, you know, having an older daughter, a bonus daughter, a five-year-old and now a one-year-old. And I wanted to help you find time for yourself and not just to sit and have coffee, even though that's great. (laughs) You can implement the other things that you want to get done in this as well, because we all need that downtime. Today, I am going to help you find three hours to exercise every week. And these are just kind of, you know, surface level, (laughs) but I think you might find a couple, maybe one, even if one is a shock and you're like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Then I have done my job. (laughs) I'll say it like that. So what I like to do is I do like to go to the gym four days per week and I like a 45 minute workouts. And there's a couple of reasons for that. I do hit cardio a little bit more, uh, 
mainly on one of those days because the other three, I am honestly 95, 100% lifting weights and lifting quite heavy. So I do want to split it as well. And I tend to split upper, lower, upper, and then kind of do a cardio day. So it's kind of like an active rest, but it also gets us out of the house and I am able to maybe go in the pool after and take, you know, swim after a cardio session, something like that. And that is kind of like what I like to do. The other option, because you can still do a split. And when I say split, it's just focusing on upper or lower. And then you would switch it the next week. So if, if today's Monday, I would do legs, even though I guess it's notoriously chest and triceps day or mainly chest day. And I would do legs. Then Tuesday, I would do upper. and So it would be Monday, lower, Tuesday, upper, Wednesday, break, or I would focus on the cardio. And then Thursday, off, Friday, I would do lower again. And then the following week, I would switch it and start with upper body. Now, sometimes it works like that for me. And sometimes it doesn't because if my workouts are cut short or I only make it for the last 30 ish minutes, like I did today at the gym, then I will make the proper changes. So I'm still lifting heavy, but I might not be able to hit all the exercises that I would like to hit that day. And then I have to roll them over into the rest of the week. I can explain (laughs) why I do that on another podcast, but here is six ways to find three hours for you to exercise every week. And the other way is what I was going to say is three days per week for one hour. So this is kind of on the lower end, but if you're lifting heavier, this will work really well. So six ways that you can find time. Let's go. Number one, you are going to wake up before the kids wake up. (laughs) And right now this is my least favorite because I don't know when my one-year-old is going to wake up. I am trying to push her to 6.30 this past week. It has been 5.30 the week before that, 7.15. I'm trying to set her time on her little hatch wake-up thing so she can wake up at 6.30. And the earliest I will go in there is 6. So uh, obviously, unless she's upset or something, usually she's just playing for a few minutes and I'm just trying to get her there. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard to do right now, but I was doing this before she was born. I was able to work out early if I wanted to. And sometimes I enjoyed it and sometimes I did not, but this is the first way (laughs) you do it before they get up and you got to give yourself enough time if you need you know, to eat something first, or if you need to have coffee and your quiet time, your Bible time first, you, you have to make it happen. And the reason why I don't do this right now is just because I just fear my time's going to be cut short, but it's still a way for you to find time to exercise. Number two is nap time. Now this even works for me with, I have a 20 year old, a five year old, a one year old, And it works because my one-year-old will take a nap and my five-year-old and I, we will do homeschool. And after she's done, I allow her to do some tablet time or she's allowed to watch. She loves Dino Dana, something like that. Um, This is just what we do. 
if you don't do screens, you can do, and we don't always, you know, sometimes I'll say, can you color instead? Let's do this or let's do this project and mommy's going to work out or I'm going to work on this show. So I've done that a couple times if I knew I'm not going to make the gym. So nap time is your number two. Number three, this is with the kids during the outdoor time. So this was super easy when I had Azariah, who was one, two, three years old, because I joined this awesome little mom gang. <laughs> it was called Strollin' Stroller Strides in Tampa, Florida, where we used to live. And I loved it. It was awesome. It was more hit than heavy lifting because you're pushing the stroller you're trying and the, and the leader is trying like the head coach is trying to keep everybody going so the kids don't get super antsy but then we stop you stand in front of your kid you do squats you use your bands you it, it's uh, push-ups it was killer and I loved that it, it was awesome I don't know how it would go now with a five-year-old and a one-year-old because I know my five-year-old would want to be out running around and probably my one-year-old too. But if you are a new mom and or your kids can sit in the stroller for a good 45 minutes while you push them around and it's kind of entertaining for them too. One of the coaches we had would blow bubbles while we stopped and bubbles would go down the line of all the strollers and the kids would be so excited about it. And another coach would read a book and... We would be doing a bunch of different workouts during it. And I'm telling you, I felt this the next day. Like I said, it was more hit. Um, you're not lifting it really heavy, but you're getting in the sweat. And it is awesome. The other idea is you could just go, if your kids are older, you could just go out in your backyard and create your own circuit. I love circuit training. It is one of my favorite things to do at home and you can do that easily outside or inside but um it, it really does help if the kids are outside because then they're getting out energy and they're seeing mom work out and yeah you might have to stop go stop go but at least you're doing it right so it doesn't it doesn't matter if you have to stop go <laughs> you just do it so that was number three number four this is my favorite if you haven't noticed yet but go to the gym because they have childcare and it's a bonus and I, you know, I believe my membership for me is $29.99, so that's $30. My oldest is 10, well, I'm not talking my 20-year-old my is the adult price, but my old, my five-year-old is $10 a month. And then I think because, you know, I added, we added my one-year-old when she was three months old and she's, I think, eight or 10, but still it's 20 bucks for the month for two kids and two hours a day, five days a week or six days a week. And actually I think they opened, we don't go on Sunday, but they opened on Sunday. So you could go every day, two days, two hours a day, seven days a week. And let me tell you, this is my favorite because they get to play in a huge space, color. There's more than two teachers at any given time. And they, you know, you don't have to pack snacks or anything. They don't allow food. They call you for diaper changes. You know, some places will do that. But I actually like it this way because it's just better. I think it's more like they have fun with the kids and they're more there to play and make sure everyone is safe. And then if mom is needed, they text mom. 
they can't, you know, get a hold of her text, they will call. And it just works out really well. And it's kind of, I kind of treat it like my mom break too. So if I get my, my 45 minute to an hour workout and I know they're okay, like I'm not really worried about my five-year-old. She loves it. She'd be there all day if she could, but I'm worried more about my one-year-old. Like, okay, is she hungry? Does she, you know, what does she need? Is she okay? So I might go peek in there. And then if I have time and I brought my stuff, I'll get a quick shower and get ready for the rest of the day. Or I'll jump in the pool and do like five laps and call it good. And it is just so refreshing to have that break. And which is honestly one of the reasons I like to go four days a week because it just rejuvenates me and helps them get a little break from the house. I mean, we're already paying for it. It's, you know, I know they cost 20 bucks a month, but there's a lot you could do. (laughs) You can, you can blow 20 bucks in one day in one coffee order, right? So it is totally worth it in my opinion. So that was uh, my favorite. (laughs) Number five, when your husband gets home. So it's a great time for, you know, dad and kids to reconnect maybe after he has kind of, if like my spouse, he, he has a long drive home. So I always tell him like, you know, do what you need to do on the way home. Like either listen to a podcast or pray or have complete quiet. Because when he walks through that door, these girls go crazy. They just love their daddy. And I love that. I love it so much. And, you know, I'm just like, be ready. But several times I have, you know, especially when we first moved to an apartment we we lived at before this house, we had a gym in walking distance. So it was very easy for me to go and he would be with our, you know, now five-year-old for an hour and I would just go work out. And that was really helpful. Now I don't like doing that because the gym for us is 20 minutes away. So I don't really go at that time. But if I want to walk or go for a jog or something like that, he is totally game. And, you know, that you also get to recharge for the night, for the bedtimes, for the dinner, if everything is done. And if you know you need to work out when your husband gets home, you need your 30 minutes to an hour, you know, you have everything done, ready to go. So maybe he does dinner with them or gives them snack or preps them for bed or whatever it looks like for your family. So number six, last but not least, this is post bedtime PM. So this is the 45 minutes hour time frame after you put your kids to bed. This is your, this is your thing. You go outside, you go in your garage, maybe you drive to the gym since your husband's home now, and I know you're tired, and actually this is when I'm recording this episode, (laughs) and it's not ideal before everybody wakes up or after everyone goes to sleep, but it is still a way to find time for you to take care of yourself, and maybe it's not as heavy, lifting as heavy as you want or as intense as you want it to be. But even just a walk outside and, you know, a quick circuit in your driveway will help you just overall feel better. You're going to be more rejuvenated. You're going to just, honestly, I am just a better mom when I prioritize my faith and my fitness. And that's what this show's about. So I hope this has inspired you and I hope you 
find your three hours. This is my, my lucky number <laughs> for working out that I try to hit every week. I know it does not seem like a lot and I'm not counting walking. So on my, it's four hours total that I like to exercise and get moving because I do like to walk 15, 20 minutes a day. So total every week, I love just aiming for the three hours of strength training and then one hour of walking. But this is how you find time to do that. And if you're wondering like, well, when do you walk? So we walk usually before dinner and my five-year-old will take her scooter out or her bike. And then my one-year-old will sit in the stroller. And then after I do a couple laps and hit almost a mile or so, I'll let my one-year-old walk one loop. And usually after the one loop, she's done. <laughs> so I hope this has helped you figure out when you're going to work out, when, how you're going to fit it in, how you're going to start prioritizing your health and your fitness. Please let me know which one you're going to try this week. If this episode motivated, inspired, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could leave Reps and Redemption and Apple Podcast Review. This is the only way I know you like the show. Please join the Facebook group for accountability and community. Link in the show notes. Be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time. <laughs>